0: Hi, I am Iria Enahimion. Let the truth be told. Americans love superlatives. Often you hear the Americans say, only in America. Well, eat your heart out, America. In Nigeria, anything can happen. And we can proudly beat our chest and declare also. Only in Nigeria welcome to nigeria where the heart beats for africa and why not with an undetermined perhaps indeterminable population approximated to be closer to 200 million than anything else the world's heart must beat when she contemplates nigeria's potential for good or evil the united nations may not know it america may not know it everyone may pretend not to know it but those of us who truly love nigeria know that in nigeria anything is possible For God so loved the nation that he gave her a mix of everything abundantly. Abundantly. One of every five black persons is said to be a Nigerian. That number is probably one out of every two when you consider non-Nigerians with fake Nigerian passports. Nigeria is the birthplace of some of the most brilliant minds in the world. If you don't believe me, take a sample of America's immigrant population. Nigerians are said to be the most educated and produce some of the smartest. Cynics may want to add some of the wildest, but that would be a reckless generalization, throwing mud in the mix. The point that needs to be made is that in spite of this rich harvest of smart people, Nigeria falls increasingly short of her potential, a potential that initially made the world to recognize her as the giant of Africa. Even the colonizing marauders still began the ruination of the people's psyche and commonwealth. And I say commonwealth with no pun intended. Beyond such formidable human resource, Nigeria is also blessed with good weather, rich arable lands and abundant natural resources. She has all the qualities to be a maker for tourists and investors. Nigeria is also the homeland of some of the world's richest and poorest humans. I said it was a mixed inter. So, when Nigeria ceased to be the much wooed bride of the industrialized or developed world, I wondered, did the world become so myopic it cannot see pure gold beyond the mud and grime? Are they not foolishly throwing away the baby with the bathwater? Forget Africa's rogue leaders. There are rogue leaders everywhere in the world. Forget desert sands and take a real good look. I know, I said the world's heart must beat when she contemplates Nigeria's potential for good or evil. So let me begin with the good. You don't have to wait for dessert, although I just happen to know that bad news tends to be most salacious, and I will spare you the ugly. I used to think that elections in the West were incomparable to elections on the African continent. But now, as I watch USA in the heat and passion of presidential elections, I have come to realize that The fault is really in our stars. Man's cannibal instincts may have been curbed, but he remains a predator and will feast on other men other than orally. Elections are orgies of sorts in which power is in full erection, and rape may be written off as collateral damage. On television, advertising, driven on wheels of lies, intrigue and rage, nudge each other out of sight. Fools bump off each other or suspend animosities in order to hold an holy union for acquiring strength against a bigger foe. I want to borrow a leaf from Martin Luther King Jr. and dream a little. Dreams can be good. And never forget, Nigeria is a land of anything can happen. Let me be a diehard optimist and project myself into Nigeria's next general elections. It's still a few years away, but hope can cope. A crop of leaders, not rulers, will emerge during the next elections. Lee Kuan Yew will be born again in Nigeria, and like Singapore, put in all the abundant human and natural resources available to her to proper and possible use. Nigeria will create a prosperous, just, and equitable society in which every citizen's rights will be protected and his potentials enabled to attain full bloom, thieves will cease to be chiefs and captains and the country will no longer bleed from every artery the brain drain will stop and even those who scooted abroad will return home to a thriving land lake chad will have its fill of rain Nigeria's fields will be green again and her trees will cease to feed kitchen fires. Agriculture will be revived. The Grand North Pyramids will rise again. The cattle will find grazing fields again and man and cattle will never again have cause to fight over grass. In a nation rich with gas and fossil fuel, no one will ever have to be blasted out of life by combustible fuels stored under the bed in jerry cans investors and tourists will fill conference rooms across the nation negotiating billion-dollar businesses <laughs> applause applause they're laughing at me nobody believes me because i said anything is possible Well, perhaps I need to modify that and confess that the scenario I just described lives only in the realm of dreams. It can in no way be described as or deemed to fall into the category hitherto referred to as anything. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that I'm shifting the goalposts, changing the rules in the middle of the game. But that's the point. And it's not me you should be looking at. Look at the electorate. That's who I am looking at nigeria's electorate is not looking ahead the people don't seem to be planning and what do they say about those who fail to plan those who fail to plan plan to fail they are the wheels of a motor car the car is moving forward but they have their eyes glued to the rearview mirror they are debating past elections instead of the coming elections they are composing hate speeches fighting each other fighting to protect their tormentors they are not thinking of who will be better they are comparing who was worse they wager their fate on tribe and religion. And I'm thinking, how can such a large population of brilliant people do such insanely dumb things? But then again, I must not forget that I said it's a mix. In that kind of a mix, you can't always predict what might happen. In which case, I was right after all. In Nigeria, anything can happen. I once declared that I would gladly work for the election of an Emeka Yoku and vote for him to be Nigeria's president without asking him to change his Igbo nationality. Emeka Anyoku was the third Commonwealth Secretary General, a position he administered with resounding applause. But because anything can happen in Nigeria, I was quick to acknowledge also that if he did win the elections, he was unlikely to make it to his swearing-in. The cults would simply meet at night, and he would suffer impeachment, and all media would be blasting the news as breaking news. Or, if he did get sworn in, some inner caucus at the National Assembly would eat him for breakfast and wash him down with palm wine. No, 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 no. Those ones no longer drink palm wine. They drink champagne. They'd wash him down with champagne and that would be the end of that. The beautiful ones are not yet born. It is not yet to rule. I hear the sound of drums. They could be sounds of festival or... Imagine a stampede imagine if there was a cause for a stampede that would be terrible that would be real bad wouldn't it think about that population two hundred million or more if it were to spill across the borders what a tsunami that would be it is not only africa whose heart must skip a bit from merely contemplating such a possibility the united nations indeed the entire world should be petrified The possibility of such a stampede must be the greatest terror imaginable. Is it possible? (laughs) Nothing is impossible. Think about it, America. To prevent that size of disaster is more pressing than a trade war with China. Imagine what could happen at our airports. More drivers could... Do you know who Molue drivers are? Think of the word Mo, literally like to mow down. They are demons on wheels. They are the ones who fly rickety trucks over the craters that line the roads in Nigeria's major cities. Those same guys could take possession of aircraft and zoom across the border to the lands of their dreams. America, Europe, Dubai. Imagine what could happen to countries like Gabon, Togo, Cameroon, Ghana, even South Africa the manufacturers of Abba, that local industrial hub in eastern Nigeria. They would of course seek their kit and cane in Taiwan, uh, in Tai 2, and their Jewish competitors elsewhere in Igboland would take back the Gaza Strip and whatever may be left of the West Bank. The rest of the world, including China, would be forced to join the stampede and the universe would never be the same again. If that first scenario was a dream, this one is a nightmare. The world must stop and think. Pay attention. Nothing is impossible. Who expected COVID-19? I don't know how they determine strategic interest, but Nigeria and all of Africa qualify as strategic interest more so than climate change. I wonder how we got judged as the happiest people in the world. A feast is not a feast because there was much meat and wine on the table or because of the frenzy of the dancers. A feast must also recognize the size of the belly of the dog under the table. Those who accused us and found us guilty of being happy probably must be cock-eyed. They fail to see the seething and ever-increasing population of the wretched, or the growling faces of the slave drivers and the fangs with which they suck blood. The stampede is such a possibility. It is wise that the heart of the world must beat for fear of that stampede. Anything can happen. Thanks for sharing this experience with me. Thanks for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, follow, and share this podcast. Let the truth be told. And join me every two weeks for a brand new episode. Take care and stay safe.